Welcome to the Choose Optimism podcast brought to you by Optimist International, a podcast to let you know of all the good things that might be happening right in your own backyard. This is a podcast to highlight the positive influences of Optimist Clubs right in your own community. As we continue our Optimist podcast series and moving forward, and it's amazing that I do the work that all these quotes that I find really tie into everything about what we're talking about. And I still am very in awe all the time about that because today optimism is the doctrine or belief that everything is beautiful, including what is ugly. And it just gives you some perspective that if you look at everything in a positive manner, you might find some really good things. And it is my pleasure to introduce Lou Moss, who has a very unique, interesting story about how optimism really did change her life. Lou, thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Shane. It's a pleasure. Now, one of the things we talk about on our podcast series is mostly we're hoping, you know, it'll get to Optimist members and they understand a little bit about us. And one of the things we also want to do is reach people that are not Optimist. But what is your Optimist story? How did you get involved with the Optimist organization? Well, it goes way back to about 1988, 89, someplace in there. Um, I was at a gathering with a friend and um, she introduced me to a few of her other friends. And, and there was this guy that uh, he's, he wanted to know where I lived. And right away he said, oh, well, we've got an optimist club there. You should join it. I thought, optimist club, whatever that is. And then a little later, you know, in the conversation, you know, he says, well, where do you work? I said, well, Clinton Township. And he says, oh, we need to start an optimist club in Clinton Township. Once again, I'm thinking, what is this Optimus Club thing? Well, then a little while later, he handed me the Optimus Creed, and that made such an impact. It was it was unbelievable. Um, I'm I was an educator for 30 years, and um, not at that point, but I was an educator, and uh, you know, to look at the tenets of the Optimus Creed, it, it was so much uh, of my own philosophy that I thought okay, this is it. I'm in. What is this Optimist Club all about? So fast forward a little bit. I went to district meetings and I went to some local club meetings. Hadn't really joined a club yet, but we decided we we're going to build this Optimist Club in Clinton Township where I worked. And uh, we kind of talked about it. I found out that he was actually the governor at that time of the Michigan district. And um, we just kind of talked about it talked about it and about four weeks before the end of the optimist year he said we've really got to get this going we've got to get this in place so boy we just pushed the pedal to the metal we had our at that time 25 members that we just gathered together and we built the club uh two days before the end of the optimist year and it was great and he always said you should be the charter president. Well, there was another guy that wanted to do that. And he happened to be on the board of education of my school district. So I said, sure, you go ahead and be the charter president. Well, he had to kind of drop out after six months. I was the um, president elect. So I um, I took over the last six months and then the, the the whole next year. And in that year that I was president, um, you know, I read everything. I was mentored by a whole lot of people, especially the governor at that time um, and Bob DiGiulio, great guy. And he actually, we built two clubs during that time. We built an, a youth club 
and we added another 25 members. So I was a four times distinguished president. But of course, it took a lot of people to make that happen. It wasn't just me, but it was a pleasure to do that all. And then after that, I became lieutenant governor and uh, got involved in the district. Um, and I also went to the international conventions because that's how I was mentored. Oh, yeah, you got to go to the international conventions. So my very first one was in uh, Nashville in 1991 and, um, you know, found it to be just amazing. And I said at that point, oh, yeah, I'm always going to go to Optimus International Conventions. And then in 1996, I met this wonderful man from Colorado. And we had chatted during our, you know, the workshops and things like that. And he had done a lot of the things that I had done as far as being president and lieutenant governor. And um, he had uh, was a charter member of his Academy Optimist Club. His name was Dan Moss. And at that time, my name was Lou Koss. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we had rhyming words going on. But... So we just had a few days at the convention. And then I kept thinking about this wonderful man in, from Colorado. And I actually had gone to visit my friends in California for about a week and a half. And I kept talking about this great man. When I got home, I came home to a four-page typewritten letter by Dan Moss, <laughs> called him immediately, and, you know, the rest is kind of history. We we had a nine-month relationship. Um, we decided we couldn't live without each other, and he moved from Colorado Springs to uh, my place in Shelby Township, Michigan. So, and two years later, we got married. Uh, 1998, and we spent our honeymoon at the International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. So, you know, truly, so much of what we've done has been optimist-related and and had that great base. And and since that time, we've we've just had so many great people in our lives, both at the club level and the district level, both here or in Michigan and Colorado. He still belongs to his club there. And, uh, you know, we feel very, very blessed with all of that. So, yeah. That's, so optimism uh, really did change your life. Oh, oh, absolutely. It really did. It was. It's just amazing how, uh, you know, it all happened. It's amazing it because I always tell people I went to my first international convention and our centennial in Louisville, Kentucky was my first international convention. Wow. And I've told people that if you are not real, you said if you are an optimist, you have to go to at least one international convention. If you yes. are an optimist, that is something that they will you will never regret going to an international convention. And I have now been to three out of the last five years. Good. Well, I'm so, sure you're going to keep going too. That's I missed I missed Chicago because of dumb COVID, and then I missed oh Arlington. yeah I missed Arlington last year. Well. That was actually the the one in uh, the centennial year in, where was that, Louisville. Uh, that was the last one I actually went to, then COVID, and just because of some circumstances, haven't been able to make it. But I do plan on going to... Uh, Niagara Falls. So it'll be I'm great. excited Maybe for that. Niagara Falls. We uh yeah. you know, out here in the Alphabet District, we uh have a lot of Canadian members. So they're really pushing us to uh to yeah. go to celebrate a hundred years of optimism <laughs> in Canada. 
Oh, yes, definitely. And it's, it's such a, good... a beautiful area, too. So, so it's a good let's place. talk a little bit about some of the roles that you've played. You know, we talk about all these different things, distinguished president, LG, lieutenant governor. Tell us a little bit about some of the leadership roles and some of the things that you did, you know, when you were working on your optimist story. Okay. Well, um, in 2006, it was my pleasure to be the optimist or the Michigan district governor, 2006, 2007. And once again, I had a lot of great mentors that really helped me to uh, pave the way for a successful year. And, and everyone was so kind and uh, they just, they just jumped to the occasion. It was, it was really great. And um At the end of the year, you know, we had pushed the typical things, membership, new club building, and and it was going along pretty well. And the last month, we had five clubs that disbanded. And I thought, you know what, we've all worked too hard. So we really, really put a huge drive on membership. And because of all the great people in Michigan, the Michigan Optimists, uh, we we were distinguished that year. So that was a real, that was a real joy. And it truly was, you know, when I, when I look at my distinguished governor ring, it was because of all those great people that made it happen. So I did that. Uh, New club building has always been really near and dear to my heart because I've always felt that that is, that is the best community service job that you could ever do um, just because it's bringing new life to many, many other people. So all that joy that I have received uh, through optimism, we're, we're giving that to other people. So it's, it's just a joy. And, and I have been involved in um, about 11 clubs. I think it's, yeah, it's, I think I have the stars and all that for nine clubs, but I've been involved in actually a lot more than that too. But, uh, and I'm also a field representative. So it's always a great pleasure to do that job. I, I love that job. Haven't really been called on to do that in a few years, but um, it has, cause things are a little differently different now with uh, doing some of the video and all that. But um I've been a field rep for several years, and and it brought me great pleasure to uh, have our producer of this show, Teresa Jarrett. I I helped her become a Optimist International field rep, and um, you know she's been able to go out and help new clubs ever since then too. So it's that's been a great pleasure. I've and been one of the on we the talk about with new club building is. You know, we we keep track of all this stuff. And, you know, the more clubs you build, the more, you know, the more not esteem, I would say. But how many clubs have you built? Is it the nine or is it, a you know, or, or you've been involved with 11? Well, it I I look I keep a list. I'm a list keeper. But uh, I uh, I looked and it. It was 11 clubs that I have had in and some of those clubs. I know that's why. Because uh, I built them before they actually had the Builders of Excellence Awards. So it is 11 clubs that I have helped build or that I've been really the Builder of Excellence. I mean, even like the the very first Clinton Township Club, I definitely, you know, I was mentored by that 
Governor Dave Bruder at the time to build the club. But boy, I was the one to put the pedal to the metal. I got all my friends, a lot of my friends in the school district, they got their friends. And, you know, we put that together so quickly. And then one of one of the clubs that I built when I was president the following year was um, the Roseville Club that came in with 55 uh, charter members. That was, I mean, that was amazing. So, you know, it's, and it's still going so strong. They've even, they've had over a hundred members in their years of service. So, you know, once again, it's, it's, I always think of it as birthing a baby, you know, you're birth a baby and you see them grow up and, and you, it, it's just so heartwarming to see what they're doing in the community. I mean, sometimes it just brings tears to my eyes, knowing that if it wasn't for that drive to start that club and to get those people together, those those children, the community, whatever projects they're working on, it wouldn't have happened if we wouldn't have put the first step forward to build that new club. And besides meeting your husband in Optimism International, what has been your favorite memory of being an optimist? Is there one that really sticks out? Because obviously that one is a big one, but is there something that's bigger that sticks out to you as being, you know, your journey as an optimist? Well, you know, certainly, you know, the club projects. I mean, I love the oratorical. I, uh, I, chaired the youth appreciation for many years at my club. Um, I was also, in in addition to being governor, which I loved, I was also an international vice president in 2012-2013. And that was really, that was a great experience, you know, to be uh, in a region where that spanned from Michigan all the way to the East Coast, from Pennsylvania up through Canada, and um, the governors that I had on uh, in my region were just phenomenal. Six great people that I still keep in contact with a lot, um, even if it's just with you know cards or or Facebook or you know a little occasional text or phone call or whatever it is. But boy, they were all terrific so and i think that's one of the thing that optimists undersell as a benefit of our organization is the relationships that we make and maintain through the years without a doubt without a doubt and how how optimism what i did in optimism really helped me in what i was doing professionally Uh, i was i was in education for 30 years i was teacher for 15 years and i was uh a director of communications and marketing for the next 15 years. I was trying to think if I was a teacher when I started the first club. Uh, 1990. It was right at the time that I was kind of transitioning from one to the other, actually. But um, yeah, it it really helped a lot in what I did professionally. So so each one helped each other. What I did professionally helped with optimism and vice versa. So. That was really cool. And and mentoring. I, I can't stress how much, how important it is for optimists who have, especially if you've been in it a long time. I mean, for me, it's over 33 years that I've been an optimist. And I love to be the guide on the side. I love to help other people, no matter where they are in their optimist years, if they're just a new member or if they've 
you know, they've been around for a long time or whatever it is, but um, I really, I love being able to help them to enjoy the kinds of things that I have enjoyed. And let's talk about, you know, you know, your husband, Dan, a little bit, because obviously that was a huge impact of how optimism <laughs> changed your life. What are some of the things that he has done as an optimist and then some of the things that you have done together? Oh, yes. Well, certainly together, we've always been at the Optimist International Conventions together. Um, When I was the governor governor or international, oh, I'm trying to think now. Um, He was was the president of the club. And uh, he did this in, well, actually, it was our second club, uh, Shelby Township area. Um, he he was a president of Clinton Township just shortly after he moved to Michigan, I think maybe a year or so after he moved to Michigan. But we built this Shelby Township Club, which is where I live, we live. And uh, he started this project that was unbelievable. Um, and he learned about it at the international convention, and it was bringing Russian business people, businessmen, um, to America. And we had him for three weeks. So he went out and he found hosts uh, to to actually house the the businessmen. He went out and found all these projects for them, or not projects, but businesses to to visit, so they could learn more about American business. And then every single night we had some kind of a party. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It was, it was a wild three weeks. It was a lot, a lot of work that he did. And I was right by his side for the most part. And, uh, oh, it was, it was a great experience. (laughs) That sounds like my kind of project. I need to get in touch with Dan about this because that sounds like something I would fit into just perfect. Oh boy, it was something, but, but we, we've done a lot of, uh, you know, really fun things together and, and traveling. We, when we travel, a lot of times we're visiting other Optimus friends that, uh, we normally would see at the conventions. Like, um, my president when I was governor was, uh, Ronnie Dunn, the very first uh, female president of Optimus International. So we've been to, to their area a few different times and uh so always always so nice to visit she and wayne and um oh a lot a lot of different people you know throughout our travels so and that's the other thing fun. i always tell people too whenever i travel i visit optimist friends or i stay with optimist friends or i visit a club yes. it, it's amazing the, like i said we do not spend enough time in this organization promoting the great relationships that we make. I totally agree. You know, it, it you can't just focus on one area like, well, it's helping kids. It's helping the community. It's really helping yourself to become a better person. And that's why, you know, our vision statement is is so true that, you know, you have to you have to you have to be good and be happy and be um, mindful and a leader and all those things first within yourself. It's all good. And like, like with your story is amazing because you met somebody that's obviously a very huge and important part of your life and have continued to be and got to do all these fun adventures and have all these stories about being optimists together. Oh yeah. Well, that's very true. And and a lot of times when I'm introducing, um, oh, if I'm speaking at 
uh, new club building uh, meeting or or maybe a now event or something like that. You know, I always throw in the fact, well, you know, there are times that, you know, there is a lot of optimists that become engaged and get married, you know, to other optimists. And we have quite a history of that too. I know there was a, a big article in uh, the Optimist magazine several years ago that featured a lot of them. And it's it's pretty cool to see that. I actually have some very close friends that met as Optimist. They had both been recently divorced and oh. he was a club president and she was his lieutenant governor. Oh, so wow. We give, that's We cool. give Dan a bad time, but uh, his name is Dan <laughs> as well. So we give Dan and Sue a bad time, but they oh. are great friends and great optimists. So I'm, I'm lucky yeah. to know their story as well. They actually recited the creed at their wedding. Wow, that's cool. And the optimists are all re are reciting the creed and people are looking at us like we're some part of, cult, a, part of a cult or something. So. <laughs> oh, that's great. What a great story. Oh, it's and, so much. Uh, we, always we always tease them because they dated for 19 years before they officially got married. They never got married and Sue had to make sure that she was 100% sure Dan was the one. So we give Dan a bad time, but... Uh, 19 years? Wow. Yeah. yeah that's a so long we time. give we, we like to give Dan a bad time, but he takes it all in good fun. So. Lou, oh, I, I can't tell you good. how much we appreciate you sharing your story. And like I said, people just need to know that there are these good stories and these good relationships and these good things that can be made from being an optimist. Wow. I totally agree. And I want to thank you so much for taking your time to to be the interviewer. I know you're doing a lot of different podcasts and to to, to, to Teresa Jarrett for being our producer. And it's it's really a great way. It's a great vehicle to get the word out once again about Optimist and what we're all about. And it's amazing because I, I, I don't know how this happens every time, but when we do these podcasts and I I enjoy it because I get to talk to people and that's what I love to do. I love to talk right. to people. And it's amazing when I'm doing research or trying to find that perfect quote because you look through and you're like, oh, I've already done that one. I've already used this one or, well, here's a fun one. But it's amazing how all these quotes tie together as we close these. And I, I probably say it every podcast, but I can't I can't quite get over it because the, today I've chose to close with, be excited by the future and meet it with a sense of optimism. Because if you're always excited that something good is going to happen. Good things will happen. I totally agree. That is truly, that's that's how it is. And that's how we want to live our life, right? And Lou, I appreciate you being again on the podcast. And I hope to meet you in person at an in yes. international convention or come yes. visit us in the Arctic tundra of Montana. It won't be during the, the winter, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> We would like to thank you for listening to the Choose Optimism podcast. If you like our podcast, please give us a five-star review and share with your family and friends to let them know what's going on in your community as well. And until next time, remember to choose optimism.